0: Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you all so much for joining us for yet another episode of Tuesday with Tamika, where you guys already know what it is. We believe in lifting as we climb, turning our trials into treasures, living a life to inspire and not impress, and allowing God to fully restore us. Super excited about another episode. And before we even get started, grab your pens, grab your notebooks, because we are getting into some coaching. I have another amazing guest that's going to have some good, good conversation that we are going to be talking about. But before I bring my beautiful guest in, I wanted to give you guys an anchoring statement. I'm listening to Relationship Goals by Pastor Todd, Mike Todd. And one of the things that they said that really, really caught my eye um, as I was listening was he said, when we are trying to go somewhere... You know, if you're going to Disneyland, if you're going to the Grand Canyon, if you're taking a road trip, you tell your phone where to go. Even if it's somewhere local, you you put in the information and you tell it where to go. And then you kind of just hopefully hope that it gets you there. A lot of times we are giving ourselves information and it is leading us to places that we really shouldn't be. So I want us this week to check our GPS our internal God placement system. Check yourself. Back in the day, they used to say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I want you to check yourself to make sure that you are going in the right direction. I believe all of us have it within us to be able to pivot, to be able to go in the right directions. And I believe my guest is gonna have some more juicy content to go with this. So, hey, sis, you have a minute? Hey sis, hey, sis, hey, sis, hey sis, you got a minute? 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 Hey sis, I absolutely do. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, tell the TWT family more about you.
1: Absolutely, thank you for having me, Tamika. Um, I'm Paviel, and people close to me affectionately call me the Purpose Pusher. I practice law um, for a living, but currently I serve as a purpose coach and a podcast host. I host a Purpose Collective podcast where the focus is on helping people of faith pretty much break down and demystify the topic of purpose and get a good foundational structure of what purpose is in order to help them become more confident and more fulfilled in life. And honestly, Before I discovered my purpose, I pretty much did all of the things. I checked all of the boxes. Like I became a successful attorney. I joined multiple community service organizations. I traveled to many countries, jet setting with my friends, but I was never really able to pinpoint my thing, like the thing Mm -hmm. that I was created to do and discovering my purpose absolutely changed my life. I'm so glad that God called me to this work. And so now I'm just here, honestly, to be a bold encourager by using my gifts and sharing these with people all over the world who struggle with finding direction in life.
0: Ooh, I love it. See how God just did that thing. Direction in life. And sis left off with that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. We were with GPS.
1: <laughs> Check your GPS.
0: Oh. <laughs> Definitely on the right path. So I I really want us to get into this because I hear it so often as a coach, I hear folks tell me, how do I know my purpose in life? How do I figure out my purpose in life? And I feel like some of the reasons why it's difficult for folks to find their purpose is because they're not listening to their GPS. They're allowing other folks to put direction in their phone, in their mind, in their heart. Let's talk about that a little bit. Do you find that to be true?
1: Oh, absolutely. And then what I also find to be true is people hold fast to their beliefs that are unfounded on any type of evidence. Mm. So they're not only combating the external distractors, but they're combating their own beliefs that they hold that are not supported by anything concrete. And so they find themselves feeling like you know they can't change their mind and they're putting all of the pressure and the weight on themselves to discover their purpose and honestly it is for selfish reasons you know and that's not to say that you don't get something out of purpose you absolutely do but their motivation behind finding their purpose is completely singular and focused on themselves and not on the person who actually gave you the purpose Mm. so You know, when people are telling me that they don't know their purpose, um, there's so many factors as to why their GPS is not taking them where they're supposed to go. But to answer your question, absolutely.
0: So let's, okay, this is good. This is so good. I want to get into some of those like GPS malfunctions, but then I also want us to kind of talk about, um, you said something that sparked a thought when you said oh it's going to come back to me let's let's go with the gps malfunctions and then i'm going to get i know that thought's going to come back so let's start there what are some reasons why our gps malfunctions
1: so i think the number one reason is that we don't have it set to the right destination and we don't necessarily mm-hmm. know what we're looking for so what i mean when i say that is we're seeking purpose in the wrong place so we're trying to find like what we enjoy doing which is sometimes an indicator but it's not the end-all be-all because guess who else knows what you like to do the enemy and he'll put he'll put a carrot in front of your face because he knows what you like right yeah so what better way to get him off track than to dangle something that you absolutely love to do so um I think in order for people to really get centered on the right destination and to not have their, you know, purpose GPS malfunction is to put their focus on the one who gave them the purpose and mm. that's God. So then I find that another reason why their GPS malfunctions is because they're looking for the wrong thing at the destination. So there are another subset of people who ab- who actually seek God for their purpose, but you know what they're looking for, Tamika? They're looking for the fruit. But what God mm-hmm. typically gives us is the seed. So mm-hmm. they're looking for the finished product. Like they're looking for, like, for example, God may have called someone to be an encourager to people to help them use their voice. And so what they're looking for is the stage. They're looking yeah. for the opportunity to get paid to be on the big stage. But That isn't how it comes. And then they're also looking for the complete picture.
0: Mm. But
1: that isn't how it comes. Mm. It comes step by step by step. And so you have to trust and believe that God is going to take you through each step. But understand that you need to be able to recognize the seed when it Mm -hmm. comes.
0: Girl, you are all up in my prayers this morning because I was like literally talking to God and asking him, and and I am super grateful. You know, I I am very mindful to be grateful for all the fruit because I have a lot of fruit. I'm out here fruity. However, there is still like, I think this unrealistic or maybe realistic or unrealistic place that I want to be that I haven't seen yet. And so I was asking God like, When, like, when is it going to be my time? And he keeps showing me, just like you're saying, he keeps showing me the seed. And also my desire is really to live a life, to inspire and not impress and to impact people on a very big level. And so I have the honor to work with children in my nine to five. And he's like, how do you not know? You you don't know who that child is that you're speaking into their life and that you're, so that may be like, I may not ever really live to see the fruit. Napoleon Hill, one of my favorite authors, he didn't live to see any of his fruit. Although I do believe we serve a good God and he gonna let us see some of the fruit. I think sometimes it doesn't come that way. Um, I I found my thought and as a practicing lawyer, you talked about evidence and you said, sometimes we have these, um, we, these thoughts are these, you know, beliefs, beliefs, right? But there's no evidence. There's no evidence. Um, where does that come from? Like I, where do, you know, I believe it's fear, false, false evidence appearing real, but you may have a different, you know, idea, or I I really want us to open that up and how do we, um, what's the word I, I, how do I want to phrase this? Like, how do we examine the purpose? How do we examine the right? You know how in the courtroom, they examine, cross-examine. How do we examine to know whether you are on the right path to your purpose?
1: So um, I want to answer the first part of your question, um, which if I heard you correctly is where do those thoughts and those beliefs come from? Yes. And they can come from anywhere. You know where I see them come from a lot? is they come from a place of someone, so they typically come from a place of like when you were younger and Mm -hmm. someone who had influence, someone who had um, a relationship with you implanted this thought in your Mm -hmm. mind and you've thought it over and over and over again and now it's become a belief of yours um because adults have no idea the impression that they have on on children um if the if the child you know trusts you and they see you as a source of um knowledge for them Mm -hmm. during that time so some that's where some of our beliefs come from. And then other times they come from the enemy because you know the devil can't read your mind, but he can absolutely implant some thoughts in there.
0: Absolutely. So that's why
1: it's always so so important for us to like watch the gates into our mind, which is which are like our eyes, our ears. Pay attention to what you're listening to, pay attention to what you're seeing. Like um, a lot of times people Take things so lightly. Mm -hmm. They take things so lightly and they'll look at somebody like me, they'll look at somebody like you and they're like, oh my gosh, they're hyper serious. But the truth is, we understand that Mm -hmm. there's a natural realm and there's a spiritual realm and that there are forces at work to take us off track, right? So that's where those thoughts and those beliefs typically um, come from, where I see a
0: lot of the time. Can I and, answer something really quickly there? Because I'm like, ooh, I, I posted something this week and it kind of low-key went viral. And then someone said, like, it was it was a funny one. So I posted a really serious, like, real, really it was God speaking prophetically through me. And then I followed up with, like, more of a light reel. And it was funny. A lot of people enjoyed it, shared it. And a lot of people in the comments was saying, I'm dead, oh, I'm dead, right? Because that's what folks will say when something is funny. And I'm like, do they not exactly what you're saying? Do folks not realize that they are literally speaking death over themselves? And it no. drives me crazy. And 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 like you said, someone like me, someone like you, they would think like it's not that serious. No, it is that serious. It is so serious to watch what comes out of our mouth, to watch what goes into our eyes and to watch what goes into our ears. Super serious. So I just wanted to insert that because you are talking so good with that.
1: It absolutely is serious and they they have no idea. And I, I actually, um, there's an episode on my podcast about, the power of the words that we speak over ourselves and the power of the tongue. I actually did the power of the tongue with my with one of my pastors. And I asked her a question because I would be met with so much. This is the area, Tamika, I'm not even lying. Like I would think that people would resist me when I tell them about what it really takes to, to, to discover your purpose and things like that. I would think that people would resist me on that. Mm -hmm. You know what people resist me the most on is the power of their words. I've never met so much resistance. When I tell people to watch what they say, your words have weight. Your words carry spiritual authority. Mm -hmm. Your words will cause things to happen. They're either making angels move on your behalf or they're making Mm -hmm. demons move on your behalf. I've never been met with so much resistance. God has a sense of humor. It's not that serious. Like they will fight me. And so I asked my pastor, I was like, girl, how do I, (laughs) how do I help, you know, someone who comes at me like this? And she was like, honestly, she was like, you kind of have to just connect them to a place where they can hear, hear good Bible based teaching, because that takes
0: a renewal of, of your mind. So good. So good. So that brings us to that, that second thought that I was talking about, because I think that they kind of intersect and they go together. Uh, You know, we have these thoughts, we speak these things, and then Boom, it's like this concoction, and here comes purpose, right? Whether we are deciding on it or not, sometimes we are walking in something that is totally and not a God um, chosen purpose, but something that we've spoken, something that we've believed our way into. And then we we need to examine Mm -hmm. whether this is God given or this is, you know, self-given, or even Mm -hmm. the enemy has directed us down this path.
1: Absolutely. And I think that the best way to examine is to check the thought when you have it and to figure out who would benefit from me executing on this thought.
0: Mm. Like who
1: who really would benefit? There was a young lady who who reached out to me. She's a new believer and um, she gets my email newsletters. And the first thing she said was, Pavia, I don't ever respond to your email newsletters, but I felt very compelled to respond to this one and I have questions. And uh, so and it had nothing to do with what I actually emailed her. But she one of her questions was um she wanted to start creating content about her journey as a new believer in the faith and she was just like I'm so confused about whether I should do it or not and I'm I'm kind of leaning towards not doing it or not you know whatever and I was like think about
0: who would benefit
1: mm-hmm. from you not talking about what it's like to become a new believer the struggles mm-hmm. that you have you know, the joys that you experience, who would benefit from you not talking about that? And then think about who would benefit and who would be served by you talking about it. Mm, So good. And so to examine whether your thoughts are in in alignment with your purpose, even if you don't know your purpose, start there. Think about who would benefit from you saying, oh, I could never be that. Mm Mm-hmm you know? I mean, the enemy has one job. I mean, well, one goal. And it's 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 separated into three parts. To steal, kill, and destroy. That's it. So is is your thought killing, you know, a seed? Mm-hmm.
0: That's, I think that, that <laughs> I don't, I that's it, it, right? <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. So really just taking those Thoughts into captivity, and also really examining your own thoughts. I t- I tell, and I learned this from Lisa Nichols, which is one of my favorite um, speakers, and she says that your mind is the soil by which everything grows. And mm-hmm. so we have to constantly, right? That's good. We have to constantly be thinking about what seeds are we putting in our mind because something's going to grow. Something's going to grow. So I, I want us to talk about how you push you know i love that i love that you're a purpose pusher and you really push people into their purpose what is someone that's you know maybe listening today and they're like i feel this tug to do x y and z whatever that thing is right i feel this desire this like calling this unction how do how would you like push them to discover Or, and even to walk towards that purpose, if we, if they've already taken the thought under captivity or they, they've examined the thought and they know, okay, this is going to benefit tons of folks. This is, this is definitely a God thing. Now what?
1: So this is where you really have to lean on your relationship with your father, because you're going to need, listen, let me tell you something now. When you start walking in the lane that God has carved out for you, you're putting a target on your back. Come and talk to you're him. A, you're putting a target on your back. And so you, as long as you're sitting being mediocre and you're you can consume all the information, you can watch all the sermons, the devil don't care nothing about you going to church. <laughs> but the minute you seek mm. to align yourself With the things that are going to impact the kingdom, you're putting a target on your back. And so I don't say that to scare you. I do say that to let you know the seriousness of what you're about to embark upon and the necessity that you have a strong relationship with the one who's called you to do these things. Because you're going to have to rely on him like you've never relied on him before, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like you've never relied on anybody else before, because you might be one of those people who uh, does everything yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And so my advice would be to get confirmation, to pray and ask God to confirm this for you Mm -hmm. and to confirm it in a way that is very easy for you to recognize, Mm -hmm. that speaks to you and how you hear his voice. And he'll do that for you. He Mm -hmm. will do it for you. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, and God is just so great. He's so kind and he's so committed to honoring the steps that you take that he's not going to let you get too far, of course, especially if you're trying to please him and you're trying to do those things that he set out for you to do. He won't mm. let you go astray. Mm.
0: That's so good. And I, I, I can speak from personal experience. Where I've you know wanted to launch a new product, wanted to launch something new, and I'm like, and and I always know that I'm doing something that's going to make huge impact when there's so much resistance. When I'm like, I listen. It seemed like the computer crashed. It seemed like the landing page ain't nothing working. And I'd be like, okay, this is about to be a thing. This is definitely, or even within myself, where I'm like. I don't want to do this. Like God recently pushed me into the relationship space and, and well, he's been telling me, but I'm like, I don't wanna do it. No, no, sir, no, sir. And so it keeps coming up, right? Somebody will inbox me. Do you do relationship coaching? Do And I'm like, okay, just surrender. Let me just surrender to the purpose and to the plan, right? And it has been so fruitful. So I am super, super grateful for the work that you're doing here on this planet. I I love when I get to have people that come on the the show because God has graced me with like this healing and this, you know, relation, but then it's like, okay, now you got somewhere else to go. So where can they find you once they've gone through my programs, they know how to set the boundaries and now they're ready to truly walk in their purpose. Tell us, how do we get in contact with you? Tell us what you got going on. These folks need to be pushed into their purpose. So, how do we do that?
1: Before I go there, Tamika, um, I need. Mean, I feel. I feel it necessary to pour into you real quick. So, mm-hmm. how I want you to think about this, um, because when the devil really wants to ruin a thing, he typically wants to ruin a family,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. He does a great job of bringing people together in ungodly ways before they get married. And then he works double time to separate them once they actually get married. So for you to be called to do work in the relationship space means a lot Mm. to the kingdom. Um, there's a scripture that says something about like you know, one person can send, you know, a hundred a hundred demons, in away in flight, but two people, mm-hmm. like they don't. You would think mathematically, right, that they would send double that, but no, no. They can send thousands. It's like ten times, right? <laughs> right. And so it's like, you know, I mm. as much as you probably want to shy away from it, know that it is necessary work. And um God will empower you to do it whenever mm. it feels, you know, tough. And and I admire you for it. It's 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 serious. It's serious. <laughs> and I I and I I have recently found myself reading a few relationship books, and I don't read those books um, because part of me feels like they're gonna try to be like. Because um, I don't read romance novels, they're so they're so bad. <laughs> they're so bad. Um, part of me felt like it would be kind of like that, but um, they weren't. They weren't. And so I'm on my third relationship book in the last two months.
0: Wow. Um, And
1: one of them I was forced to read for my book club. (laughs) So I was like, why did y'all pick this? And when when we first got the selection last August, I was like, why y'all pick this? Why did y'all pick this book? (laughs) But when I read it, I was like, oh my goodness, it was so good. And um, reading those books really opened my mind to the importance of relationships and to the intentionality and the work it takes to really partner with someone
0: yes
1: um so you my friend Mm. are called to do something great so um I hope that you feel supported and um whatever I can do to help you I mean I don't know I don't know much about relationships but just in the sense (laughs) of like you know if you need a quick prayer you know, just shoot me a message. Um, But I felt compelled to share that with you because those books really, really informed my understanding of the seriousness of nature that, and of course, you know, the Bible.
0: Yes, I absolutely am super grateful. And I I just want to point out, because right before you poured into me, that was, so beautiful, and that was confirmation because you were talking about how God will confirm, right? And he, there's, there will be confirmation that you're on the right path. And I just want to point that out for folks listening. And and God knows that I I I'm a words of affirmation. I need to hear things, and so God's going to send folks to affirm me, right? I'm not going to see. I might not because I'll miss it if I'm seeing it because I'm always. But he he literally just like what she just did. God's that's how God speaks to me. So if you were listening and you're like, well, how do I know if it's com- God's confirmation? This was a prime example and such a good example. sis. thank you so much for taking that time. What further makes this confirmation for
1: you? Like what should further seal this for you is that I don't affirm people. Wow. And it's not because I don't think that they need it. I mean, well, it's not because I I withhold it intentionally. It's because I don't need it. Mm. And because I don't need it, I feel like other people don't need it. It's like, you know what you're doing. And so even (laughs) as I was telling you those things, I'm like, she knows. But I felt
0: compelled to say
1: it. Yeah. And so I went
0: with it. So good. God... I got to get a shirt made that says God be God in, because he just be out here. I love it. <laughs> okay. But okay. Okay. So now I'm going
1: to answer your real question. Yes. <laughs> How can people keep up with me? All right. So first I have a podcast. It's called the purpose collective podcast. You can find it anywhere that there are podcasts. I release an episode every Tuesday. So if you um, felt like, you know what, this girl dropped some gems today, go check out the show. It's really good. I really enjoy it. And for some reason this year, like 2023, it came out, I came out swinging. So people have really been enjoying the episodes. And then I also have um, a quiz. Like if you're listening and you're like, you know what? I really, I really want to get in alignment with my purpose. Well, I have a quiz, and the quiz helps you find your unique path to your purpose. And um, it is just eight questions. It should take you about two minutes and it's super fun. It asks engaging questions. It's not like stuffy quiz. It's not like that. Um, so take the quiz. You can find it over at Paviel.com forward slash quiz. And Tamika will probably link it for you. Um in the show notes and in the episode description, but take the quiz, take the quiz. And, um, I also have a, um, a digital course called Position for Purpose Academy that I open up the doors to a few times a year. But what I really want you to do is, um, before, cause I mean, it's just a few times a year. So I don't want you to have to wait for that in order to really get, some work and some, and some footing in and to kickstart your journey to your purpose. So I want you to go and take that quiz. So go to Pavial.com forward slash quiz,
0: and you'll be able to access it. Yes. So listen, you all, you already know, I'm going to link the podcast in the show notes. And I am going to link the quiz in the show notes. So on Tuesday, you guys are going to be well-fed. You guys are going to have Tuesday with Tamika. And then you guys are going to have Pavelle's podcast. And it is going to be a full-course meal. So super excited about all of that. I am super grateful. This was good to me. Listen, this was a good (laughs) podcast for me. Um, Thank you so much for spending this Tuesday with us and, you know, really dropping and sharing your heart. Um, Thank you for your wisdom and all that you're doing for the kingdom. Before I let you go, um, sometimes I ask this question, sometimes I don't, but I feel compelled to ask you, what does living a life to inspire and not impress mean to you? That's a really good
1: question. And inspiration is something that is important to me. Um, Impress, I mean, that's so temporal. Mm. It's so surface. And so living a life to inspire to me means really doing something that moves people to take action. And not just any kind of action, but purposeful action. Yeah, And being a people mover isn't easy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that's what living a life to inspire and not impress means to me. It means not being focused on the temporal and the flashy, and being more focused on living a life that in, invokes people to act purposefully. Mm.
0: So good, so good. I love that. Ah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing this Tuesday with me. TWT family, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Remember to go over to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, to Amazon, all the places where you listen to this podcast, rate it and share it with three people. I know that you know someone that is looking for their purpose. That is, you guys have been having conversations in your group chat and all of these things. Send this podcast directly over to them. Remember to live a life to inspire and not impress. Remember to lift as you climb, turn those trials into treasures and open up and allow God to fully restore you. Until next week, bye-bye.